The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. It's time to transform your life. Welcome to Direct Connect Empowerment with your host, Fee Mazanke. Our program will explore the concepts and ideas behind Direct Connect Coaching by introducing guests who are using or are aligned with this program and have used the ideas to transform their lives. It is our sincere hope that you can use this inspiration to do the same. Now, here is Fee Mazanke. Welcome to the show, everyone, and a very blessed holiday season to all of you. We are... Uh, navigating through some computer difficulties today and uh, working on them very diligently back at uh, home base. And so um, for the moment, we're going to, going to be connecting via phone, which is not normal, but we're going with the flow today. So that's our motto for the day. Um, I'm so happy that all of you have joined us on the show. And for those of you that listened last week, We kicked off this final month of the year to focus on the gift of being present because so much of our time in the month of December is spent on purchasing presents for other people. And as a result of that, we forget and we get so caught up in the distractions of life that we forget to remain present. So for those of you that are, are, have been loyal listeners over time, we, we are so grateful for, uh, for all of you. And you know that we begin each show with the boomerang effect, and the boomerang movement is a movement that we are very diligent about on the show, which means that what you put out in your life is exactly what you get back. And so... For the month of December, the boomerang that I wish for you to put out for yourself during this busy holiday season is one of being present for yourself. And so the empowering question that we introduced last week to ask yourself throughout the month is, am I fully present right now? Since fear and overwhelm and stress and difficulties exist either in the past or in the future, that stress becomes a signal for you to begin the habit of training your mind to come back to being fully present. And please, by all means, use indicators for yourself to do that. If you need to put sticky notes all over your car, your computer, your office, your bathroom mirror, to indicate being present or now or whatever that looks like, by all means do. Even if you feel deep emotion in the present, that's okay. Feel free uh, to feel that deep emotion and allow it to come forth and just continue to come back to the power of the present moment. So that is our boomerang effect for today. And now on to our very special topic, honoring yourself and others with our special guest, Sheila Glazoff. Welcome to the show, Sheila. We're really happy to have you here today. Thank you, Fee. It's an honor and a pleasure to be part of your show. Thank you. And I will formally introduce Sheila, but Sheila and I have known each other for a good 20 years or more, right, Sheila? And um, we are dear, dear friends on uh, a very important path of sharing love with others, so I'm so grateful that you can join us um, and join our and and share your love and your inspiration with our listeners today. And just to give you a background about Sheila, she is an internationally known personality expert, an award-winning author, engaging professional speaker, and passionate educator. 
Sheila's programs and books help individuals who are seeking harmony in their lives and want to diffuse the conflict in their workplaces and homes. Sheila's appeared on CNN, NBC, ABC, Fox, Lifetime, and WGN-TV, and has been interviewed on radio stations and internet programs throughout the United States and Brazil. She's been featured in the Wall Street Journal, the Chicago Tribune, the Chicago Sun-Times, and Pravda Newspapers, and Happy Women, Portuguese magazine, that is, uh, Selling Power, HR, Women's World, Chicago Parent, Seventeen, and Enterprising Women's ma- Women magazines. Today, Chicago Woman Newspaper selected Sheila as one of the uh, one of one hundred women making the difference. And I can tell you, knowing you for oh, more than twenty years now, Sheila, you definitely are that, and you do make a difference in the lives of everyone that you touch. Her innovative style has won Sheila praise for her What Color Is Your Brain programs in conference rooms and classrooms in the U.S. and around the world, encouraging adults and children to recognize and respect the best in themselves and others is the essence of her programs and her books. Sheila is the author of What Color Is Your Brain, a fun and fascinating approach to understanding yourself and others, Princess Shana's Invisible Visible Gift, which is the children's version of What Color Is Your Brain, and the Teacher's Activity Guide for Princess Shana. Sheila allocates 10% of the royalties from the sale of these books to the Juvenile Diabetes Research Foundation and Diabetes Research and Education. So that is our formal introduction of Sheila. And Sheila, I want to start with what color is your brain um, because I know there's a great segue that we can talk about about the holidays and and coping and managing and and honoring yourself and others. So let's um, start there. And if you can explain to our listeners um, the four brain colors and the traits of each. I'd be happy to do that, Faith. Thank you again for including me and inviting me. It's very exciting to share the brain colors, especially before the holiday season. It's perfect time for knowing and understanding your brain colors. So we'll start, first of all, with um, the first brain color. It's not necessarily order of one, two, three, four, but we'll start with the yellow brainers first, who are very prepared and committed and responsible people who love details. And especially during the, the holidays, you know, they've gotten everything organized and they probably bought their gifts way back in June or July. And 35 to 40% of the adult population are yellow-brainers, and you can think of their punctuation mark as a period. I'm the mom. That's why there's no negotiating. And then we have the inspiring, helpful, creative, and considerate blue-brainers, who are 35 to 40% of the adult population. You can think of their punctuation mark as a question mark because they're always inquisitive about talking to people and learning about people just like the host you are. You're always interested in other people, theme. Um, I was doing an interview once with Seventeen Magazine, and the um, journalist said, well, I think blue people are also quotation marks because they're always talking, which is a very true statement about blue-brainers because they're great communicators. And the the next uh, brain color of the four is the logical, intelligent, independent, and composed green-brainers who are only 10 to 15% of the adult population, and their punctuation mark is a comma because green-brainers need time to process, they need time to think, and during the holidays, they really need to have time by themselves, where the blue-brainers like spending their time with lots of people, the whole family. They're like the clowns in the small car in the circus with everybody, where the green-brainers really like that time alone to themselves. It's just too much commotion. Last but not least, especially during the holidays, are the generous, dynamic, competitive, and fun-loving orange-brainers, and they're 10 to 15% of the adult population, and their punctuation mark, of course, is an exclamation mark, because they are dynamic and fun-loving, and they like a party anytime, especially during the holidays. But they don't like to do the traditional things over and over again the same way. They like to mix it up a bit and have a lot of fun. And so these percentages are for the adults, but our children's brain colors are very different from early childhood learning students in our early childhood centers all the way up to college level. Our brain colors change depending on the environment and physiologically how our brain develops. So our children are changing a lot more than we adults, but for the adults, it's a lot harder for us to change because we've been doing the same thing for many, many years. And that's one thing that's wonderful about the brain colors. It's easy to change your brain color once you know who you are and what you value. And also, 
what other people have as their attributes and abilities. So you can complement the other person. Sometimes there's some conflict, but you can come to resolution and learn to accept and appreciate people. I always say that this program is not about tolerance. This is about acceptance and appreciation. Wonderful. And, you know, I'm curious, Sheila, as you speak about um, the, the changing brain colors of children, when would you say that kind of settles in so that it becomes permanent for them? I mean, as permanent as it can be. As it can, right? <laughs> <laughs> it can be, right? right? Well, yeah. we start off with our very young children, and I do a lot of um, work with early childhood learning students and with their staff and staff development. So 70 to 75% of our young children I even look at my grandchildren when they were really little and toddlers, are orange brainers. They don't like to follow the rules. They like to touch everything with their hands. They like to be active. They don't like to sit down. They always have to be engaged. And as we develop and we go to school, our orange gets a little bit less because we're in social environments where we have to behave more appropriately. And then as the children get older into middle school and high school, their yellow really starts to shine because they really want to get good grades to either go to a good school, a college, or university, or get a good job. And then as adults, sadly, only, you know, 10 to 15% of our adults are orange because you can't be that fun-loving you know, free of care, like our children, when you have responsibilities as adults, except for our entrepreneurs. They love being orange because they like doing their own thing. So we do evolve, we do change, and it is our environment, nurture nature. Um, it depends on the environment you're in and how you've been nurtured to work in that environment or live in that environment. Yeah. And and I do know, especially during this time of year, Sheila, and you alluded to it earlier, that stress can distort your usual brain color behaviors, and then shadow behaviors can show up. Can you share with us um, a little bit about the shadow behaviors for each brain color and what may be coming in and up for each color, especially during the holidays, and maybe, if you can, to uh, give us a remedy or how to be more accepting of those brain colors. Okay, well, that's really simple. Um, so l- l- let me just give you a couple of examples. Uh, sure. So for the yellow brainers who like to be on time and they like to be organized and completing tasks, if you see the yellow brainers having a very negative attitude and are very inflexible to change and they begin to worry, then they're really being shadowed because things are not on time, things are not prepared. And what you really need to do is give those folks a hand and say, how can I help you? Can I wrap some presents for you? Can I make a dish for dinner for you? Um, I'm happy to help you prepare things so you can be on time. And if you know they like things to be on time, please don't show up late. Make an extra effort to either be at their house for preparations or be there for the celebration on time because that's so important for them because they like to feel very responsible. And for the blue brainers, um, when they're feeling really good, um, they love the cooperation of other people. And they really are good listeners and they like listening to other people. But when they're really stressed and out of self-esteem, they start to talk about their problems over and over and over at nauseam because they need to talk about how upset they might be that maybe somebody wasn't as cooperative or helpful. And sometimes they become very sad and morose during a time that's so happy. So what you need to do with those people is, you know, with those people is to say to them, listen, let's sit down and have a cup of tea. Let's talk about what's bothering you. How can I help you? I'm here. I'm a good listener. And that's all they want to hear, and especially give them a big hug because, as you and I know, Fee, Blue Brainers are really good huggers. Yeah. And the green brain people are, are, are always very curious and very logical. They like to follow their own routine, but they like their privacy. So if you're with a green brainer and all of a sudden they're giving you that cold shoulder, you're in the same room with them, but you can feel that chill. It's like the movie The Big Chill, or they become really sarcastic or unkind. They make remarks that really are, are, are really insensitive sometimes. They don't show their emotions. They become uncooperative. It's because a green brainer has just been wound up in this hustle and bustle of the holidays, and they have had no downtime. They've had no time alone. And you need to say to them, you know, why don't you go sit by yourself? Here's a book. Take some time for yourself. You know, I, I wrapped it as a, a, a Christmas present, but let's, I'm going to give it to you now because I think you'll really love it. And let them enjoy some peace and quiet because that's something they, they need to recharge that way. 
They can't be at all the parties all the time. And if they don't want to go to all the parties, just understand they're not being antisocial. It's just overwhelming for them. Or, or yesterday in my yoga class, the yoga instructor was saying, I can't stand the small talk. That's a green brainer. All that chit-chat all the time makes them really crazy. And then the orange brainers, you know, they're off to have fun and an adventure, and they love doing things that are always a challenge and being spontaneous. But when you see them acting naughty, not nice, and maybe not getting that Christmas present from Santa, then you start to say, hmm, there's something happening. They're really acting out just like a child. And sometimes they just pout or will slam a door and walk away. And you say, ooh, something's really bothering them because you're usually fun-loving and, and they really have a pretty even disposition of being joyful. So you know that there's so many rules and so many obligations and so many things they have to do with a schedule that that really makes um, an orange brainer really uncomfortable. So you want to say, you know what, let's just go to a movie. Let's stop doing all these things and let's go to a movie or let's sit down and watch a movie. Let's just do something for fun. That's the magic word for them. And that will really help ease some of the stress during the holidays. Wonderful. So when these shadow behaviors begin to show themselves, particularly during the holidays, Mm -hmm. there's some really uh, key questions here. Um, You know, for yellow brainers, you know, being on time and helping, you know, how can I help you organize? How can I help you prepare? How can I help you get ready? Blue brainers, let's just sit down and talk. Tell me how you're feeling. Mm -hmm. Tell me what's really going on. Mm -hmm. Um, Green brainers, why don't you take some time for yourself? Can you Mm -hmm. sit and take some time for yourself? And then orange brainers, when they're acting out and kind of being naughty, not nice, um, let's plan some fun. How, How does that sound or how does that feel? So is, is that a good summary of the brain perfect, color? Perfect paraphrasing, Fee. Of course, you've been doing it for so long. <laughs> you know, it, it comes easy to you. We've given your listeners a lot of information, and sometimes it can feel overwhelming. And we can tell your listeners that they can find all this information in Chapter 16 of the What Color Is Your Brain book that they can purchase online. And, and there's, there, you, it takes time to digest it. You and I have been talking about this for many years. But I always say to people, this is a very simple and easy format. And it's just an extra tool in your tool bag to make your life so much easier because you have those tools and then you learn the skills to be able to use the tools. And then you learn to speak brain color like you and I have done for so many years. And talk about shadow. That's a wonderful point to make that um, my very dear friend, my college roommate's mother used to always say, I'm wet paint. Don't touch. I need time to dry. So that's a wonderful thing to use with the brain colors. So if you're a blue brainer and you just really feel emotionally overwrought and you're really missing a loved one and it's really become a little overwhelming for the holidays, then you can just say to someone who's, you know, wondering what's going on, you don't have to give them an explanation. You can just say, you know, I'm just blue wet paint right now. I, I just need some time to dry. And that works so well to say, I'm wet paint no matter what color brain you are. So I want to give that little um, idea to your listeners to um, help them get through the holidays. And really, it's not offensive to people, and you don't have to do the explanation, and you are turning them off. You're just saying, you know, I'm just not ready right now. Right. And we are going to come right back. We've got to take a break for some commercials, and we'll be right back. Thanks for listening. on Facebook along with some of the greatest minds of the world and that includes you visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment do you want to directly impact your business results improve the quality of your life learn to empower yourself or move through roadblocks to create more success for yourself if so directly connect with Fee Mazanki at Direct Connect Coaching Fee is an expert in the field of coaching with over 14 years of experience. Go to www.directconnectcoaching.com to learn more about Fee's empowering programs. Fee works with individuals and delivers keynote messages that are inspiring and uplifting. Experience what Fee has to offer at directconnectcoaching.com. 
Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. What sets apart VoiceAmerica.tv from the other video content providers on the Internet? Choice and flexibility means that you can host your video content live or on demand on the main VoiceAmerica.tv channels through your own branded media player or your own private TV channel. We support multiple media formats, so all of your video content can be in one place. We offer a number of advertising and video packages. For more information, visit VoiceAmerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us surprise you. Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? You are tuned in to Direct Connect Empowerment. To reach Fima Zanke or her guest on the program today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Now back to Direct Connect Empowerment. And welcome back, everyone. We have gotten the computers back up and running, so that is a blessing indeed. And, and you're so blue and flexible, see. Yes, thank you, Sheila. <laughs> and we are joined by my special guest, Sheila Glazoff, and we're talking about honoring yourself and others, particularly with the concept uh, that Sheila is so well-versed in, and that is the what color is your brain concept. And she's been doing programs about brain colors and working in harmony with brain colors for many, many, many years. And, um, and I've had the great opportunity to be at several of Sheila's events over the years, and they are absolutely wonderful. They're fun. They're uplifting. They're very interactive. And so I would encourage you to check it out on her website. And um, so before break, we were talking about how to handle and honor other people during the holidays, particularly when their shadow behaviors begin to show themselves. And Sheila, I wanted to talk to you now about the ideas and concepts in Princess Shana's Visible Invisible Gift. And um, that is your book, and it's it's really about um, brain colors, but kind of more in a fable format, right? Right. So it's a fairy tale. I call it a family fairy tale for children. And I use the book, obviously, for families, but I also go into schools and use this book because it teaches children how they can discover their own brain colors, their own attributes and abilities, and what we talk about those attributes and abilities as in the book is their praiseworthy gifts, and that everyone has praiseworthy gifts. And it helps the children recognize their own praiseworthy gifts themselves, because so often our children only see themselves through the comments their parents, grandparents, aunts, uncles, teachers, neighbors, um, their perspective of what they say, that you're smart or you're shy or you're really talented or what a great athlete you are. But what's really important is for the children to discover that themselves 
and say, this is who I am, like a little boy in, in a school, a fifth grade class last year was able to go home and tell his parents that I'm really green. I don't like doing all the orange things you do. I don't like going out and playing soccer and going to baseball games. I really like to be in my room and I like to read and I like to play chess with my friends. I like to play video games. I really don't like to be out doing all those athletic things. And his parents understood it. He explained the brain colors to them. And that was wonderful because he was able to say that himself. And a note from a little boy that I keep on my desk says, um, thank you for letting me be strong and letting me be the way I am. Wow, that's beautiful. And they, they learn this through a fairy tale, and they should learn from a girl as well as everybody likes Harry Potter. Well, why shouldn't they like Princess Shana? Because she's a very strong, independent princess. She's not a princess who gets kissed by the prince or lost in the woods or poisoned by a, a you know a witch. She's very strong and independent, and it shows a family relationship and a dy- the dynamics of a family and how a family and a whole community, the whole kingdom of kindness, nurtures this princess and how she in turn would not rule the kingdom, but she would guide them because everyone else would contribute because Mevelyn, the evil princess, so it's me, evil and villain, has been shadowed by her cloud of chaos and shadowed the kingdom, and the villagers built walls around their villages, each color village, and so that shows you that's exactly what everybody does when Princess Shana goes to each village. She teaches the villagers to recognize their own praiseworthy gifts, and they tear down the walls of their village and build a path to the next village. But when they're on the path building it to the next village, the villagers see them coming and saying, Oh, look at those people. They're so different than we are. Why is Princess Shana with them? And that's what people do. They make a judgment about people before they ever get to know them. And then once everybody learns each other's praiseworthy gifts and attributes and abilities, they're all able to build a multicolor path back to the castle. And it teaches the children how to be independent and strong and to know that every child deserves to feel safe, loved, encouraged, and confident within a trustworthy environment, be it their home, their school, or their community. And that's the essence of Princess Shana. Plus, the Princess Shana isn't perfect. She has diabetes. So the children know that you have to overcome some obstacles and turn them into opportunities and that nobody's perfect, not even Princess, not even Princess Shana. And there's so many things here that's such a great analogy for life and um, and being able to, you know, accept people for who they are, set aside judgments, particularly with different brain colors or different, you know, colors of the villages in the, in the concept of Princess Shana. And it's kind of like, as you said, they, as they, they, they travel the multipath uh, back to the kingdom, um, it's, it kind of reminds me of following the yellow brick road, but in this case, it would be following the yellow, br- blue, green, and orange brick roads, right? <laughs> right, right. And, and then, yeah. you know, even looking at the Wizard of Oz, if you look at those archetypes, they are the brain colors. I mean, Dorothy was yellow. She wanted to go home and feel safe. And the uh, cowardly lion was really orange because the orange people are very courageous. He wanted to be courageous. And then you look at the tin man he wanted a heart. Well, blue people come from their hearts, not their heads. And the scarecrow wanted a brain. He wanted to be green and come and have the ability to use his brain. So there are always archetypes. Now your listeners will watch a movie or read a book and you'll see the archetypes because this, this program comes from the four young personality types. So this is a very old format for understanding personalities. And everybody puts a different twist on it. My twist was color so I could use it with adults and children. But it also, you can apply this to the Myers-Briggs type indicator, which some of your listeners might have taken at one time. And I used to teach Myers-Briggs and I loved it, but I got too confused with all the letters because I'm dyslexic. So I like the colors much better. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's a really simple process to right. learn and understand and also to teach. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's fun to teach adults and children in this way. Right. Well, it is. And I always say to my workshop attendees, if you love the workshop, it's not because of me. I just gave you the information. All of you were so engaged and participatory. You made the workshop fun and enjoyable and educational. And it gets everybody involved because everybody likes to learn something new about themselves. And you can transfer and apply this immediately because it's so basic. Right. You know, with it, everything it, being so hassled today and you have tablets and you have iPhones and you have computers and, oh, my gosh, everybody's in a rush to have something so simple in your life. That's refreshing sometimes. Well, and not, not just that, Sheila, but 
one of the things that I really love about it and, and love the concept of uh, it, particularly Princess Shana, and they're all interwoven, everything is all right. interconnected that you do. But what I love about it is that if you can imagine a world where people owned their gifts, their praiseworthy gifts, mm-hmm. and their talents, mm-hmm. and we're here to say, how can I use this? How can I serve others by using these gifts and talents that I have that, uh, that, that's uniquely me? And if we can imagine a world where everyone is taking that gift and talent in the, in the way that they're built and using them, what an inspiration and what a, a really wonderful world we would live in if people were taught how to do that at a very early age. It's owning oh, right. it. Like, like right. your example of your, your green brain fifth grader that said, hey, I'm oh, green brain. boy, right, 11 years old. And I see that with my clients when we do workshops or go into schools. The, the um, comments from the teachers and the students afterwards are, are just so rewarding because they've really seen their attributes and abilities and how their praiseworthy gifts really sparkle and shine and they feel so good about themselves that it's easy to work with someone else when you feel good about yourself. Self-esteem is an inside job. So if you've got it within you and you get it and you understand it and something so simple to help you recognize and undetermine who you are, it's so much easier to share when I talk about bully behavior in Princess Shana in the different villages and in my workshops. Um, and in the book, it, it shows people that people only bully other people if they are not feeling good about themselves. People who feel good about themselves don't harm other people. They aren't abusive to other people. They strike out when they're not feeling good about themselves, when they're shadowed in Mevelin of me being only about yourself and evil, doing evil things, and then you become a villain to yourself and others. And the kids always talk about other kids who are really Mevelins. And that's another way, just like wet paint. You can talk about some, yourself or somebody else and say, wow, they were really a Mevelin. And it just takes the accusation out, but it really helps you explain the inappropriate behavior because what well, color is your brain or Princess Shana, it, 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 it gives you examples of how to communicate, but it's not an excuse for inappropriate behavior. You just can't say, I come from the Orange Village, so I can just slam doors and be abusive, or I'm just orange brain, and so I can just yell and scream and be out of control. No, it gives you an explanation, not an excuse. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, I do want to say that you and your husband, Jordy, just celebrated the 50th year of your dating anniversary. <laughs> and right. <laughs> yes, and you're gonna in a couple of years you're gonna celebrate fifty years of a very love filled marriage. Yes. Can you share with us? And I've watched you and Jordy interact together, and it, it's just, there's just so much love overflowing within your marriage. Can you tell the listeners the important ingredients to a love filled marriage? Well, what I always say to my husband of why I fell in love with him was because of his integrity and his ability to be a trusting person, and a trustworthy person. And so I can trust him to be honest and forthright, but he's also trustworthy because he listens and he's respectful and considerate of me, and he doesn't break that trust. So trust and trustworthiness are two different things. And I think that's really important in the marriage. And I think also there's just that chemistry And I think you also have to remember that in relationships, they ebb and flow. And you feel different things about your partner throughout life of when you're so physically attracted to people. I always say uh, you're on a a AAA journey (laughs) through romance. At first, you are just absolutely attracted to that person. And it's just so chemical. Oh, my gosh. You're so infatuated with that person. And then little things, the next day you start to, those little things learn, you know, they start to annoy you a little bit. Oh, my goodness. I, I, I didn't realize he would click his pen every time he's reading a book and underlining it's making me crazy. Not that Jordan does that, but that's a good example. It would make me crazy. And then if you get to a point of accepting that person, that's really the place you need to go because then you have a relationship that's filled with appreciation. And to me, that creates the loving relationship that you have because you learn to love somebody. And that's the part of the learning process is 
appreciating who they are and what they value, even if it's different than you, because the blue people always seem to be attracted to the green people in a, a romantic relationship because the heart is always attracted to the head and vice versa. The head is always attracted to the heart because we compensate and complement each other's attributes and abilities. And the same thing with the yellow and the orange. So people are attracted to the one who loves to have fun, and then they're attracted to the other one who's so organized. But then you have to make sure those things don't annoy you because you're attracted to that person. Don't turn them into something that annoys you. Be able to talk about those things and get it out. If you're having a problem, put it on the table. But some people, you know, fester a little bit, and then it, they're not able to communicate about it. But if you know your colors, you can say to the person, I know it's not easy for you to talk about, so let's, let's set a time that we're going to talk about this. And so you can use your brain colors to do that and resolve a problem. So, yes. So even in the relationship aspect of things, as you're going through the AAA journey, attraction, Mm -hmm. annoyance, Mm -hmm. and appreciation and acceptance, um, you're certainly coming back to um, having a love-filled marriage or relationship that really includes brain colors and the ability to look at where the other person is coming from, correct? And respect them, because if you lose respect for that person, and, and it, it just, it clouds, it's that cloud of chaos. Right. And also to right. be forgiving that we all make mistakes, and none of us are perfect, and you, you fall in love, and it's just about the two of you, and then you have jobs, and then if you're blessed with children, you know, children are a wonderful intrusion on your life. <laughs> and... As you know Fee, you know our family very well, you've been to our children's weddings, you've been to family gatherings at our home, it, you know, everybody's so different, right. and you, every child needs something different, and then you need that while you're raising them, and then they grow up, and then you have each other again, and hopefully you come back to saying, wow, this is a wonderful time for us to enjoy one another. And we've done a good job. We feel just like you've done with your children. You feel that you and Bob have done a really good job. And it's a lot of work and it's a lot of dedication to bring those children into this world and nurture them so they become responsible and independent, healthy young people. And on that note, we've got to take another short break. We'll be right back to finish up with Sheila Glazoff. up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Do you want to directly impact your business results, improve the quality of your life, learn to empower yourself, or move through roadblocks to create more success for yourself? If so, directly connect with Fee Mazanke at Direct Connect Coaching. Fee is an expert in the field of coaching with over 14 years of experience. Go to www.directconnectcoaching.com to learn more about Fee's empowering programs. Fee works with individuals and delivers keynote messages that are inspiring and uplifting. Experience what Fee has to offer at directconnectcoaching.com. Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. You are tuned in to Direct Connect Empowerment. To reach Fee Mazanke or her guest on the program today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Now back to Direct Connect Empowerment. Welcome back, and we're with my guest, Sheila Glazoff, and we are going to uh, conclude our interview today with, with Sheila's most recent Release and that is called Perfect Pals, a Kid, a Cat, and Diabetes. And Sheila, you talked about Princess Shana 
and Princess Shana having diabetes and now Perfect Pals, a kid, a cat, and diabetes. Can you talk to us about what is at the heart of the matter of diabetes for you and how you are using that as a gift and a connection to others? Thank you, Fee. Um, As you know, our son Joshua has had type 1 diabetes since he was 15 years old, so he's had type 1 diabetes for 29 years. And there's a difference between type 1 and type 2. Type 1 is insulin-dependent because their pancreas is no longer producing insulin, which is the glucose and the fuel for your body. And type 2, your pancreas isn't working so well, but you can have your, um, your body can metabolize better with good food, exercise, and diet. So um, for me, the goal is to always create an awareness and an opportunity for education about diabetes. Someone is diagnosed with diabetes every 30 seconds. So it is an epidemic worldwide. And for me, since I am not a researcher, I cannot find a cure for this disease because at this moment there is no cure and they've been trying to find a cure. Um, But I can be the writer who writes the books to help families and if they are newly diagnosed or if they've been living with diabetes, this new book, Perfect Pals, A Kid, and Cat, and Diabetes, is the true story about Joshua and our cat, Luke Skywalker, who is Sky in the book, um, and how their lives parallel to one another. And it's a picture book. It's also an activity book. It's also a resource book. And the picture book is a coloring book. And on one side is Joshua, who, whose name is Jack in the story, and Sky on the other page. And so the children learn about kid and the cat and how they're diagnosed and how they live their life with diabetes and how they overcome the obstacles of diabetes to lead a life that's um, enjoyable and fun. You just have to always be aware to be checking your blood sugars all the time and taking your insulin. And so for me, it's really a joy to take all the profits from this book, not 10% like my other books, but I published this book on um, Amazon, on CreateSpace myself, so all the money, all the profits, the royalties could go back to Juvenile Diabetes Research Foundation. And for me, giving 100%, even though I love my publisher, they're great, um, I wanted more money to go back to JDRF. And we're really earmarking this money to go for education and outreach because today there is not a lot of time for families when your child is diagnosed to have the educational experience Joshua and I did in a clinic 29 years ago for five days. Usually a child is not feeling well. The parent takes them to a pediatrician. The pediatrician takes their blood, and oh my gosh, it's anywhere from 500 to 800 milligrams. It's it's way over the top because there's only be between 90 and 120 milligrams, and people get really frightened, and they put your child in the hospital. But because of changes in health care, you don't get the education you really need, and many times you go home really frightened. You may not have the support or a support group at hand. So this book is really meant to give families encouragement through the kids' encouraging stories, which are stories from people who have had type 1 diabetes from a man who's 88 to a little boy who's 8, or the comfort companion stories that I've written and other parents have written to give the parents comfort through this time and know that they're not alone because that's the essence of this book. You are my perfect pal, and everyone should have a perfect pal and know that they're not alone. So I'm very excited about this book and very thrilled about helping other families because when Joshua was diagnosed, we didn't have this. We lived in the mountains in California. We were three hours from Reno, Nevada, and we didn't have the support because we lived so far away. Um, And I think it's really important to help families till there is a cure, help them have the appropriate education and support encouragement that they need. And what is really wonderful about the book, which was released last month, and na- uh, November is a National Diabetes Month, right? right? Thank you. Right, and, and so no- November fourteenth every year is National is World Diabetes Day. Yeah, and so it was released on November fourteenth, and so I ordered the book and read it. And what I loved about it, like you said, Sheila, is the the parallels between in the book, Jack and your cat, Sky, um, because, um, the, you know, the two experiences being so similar and knowing and understanding, and this was, this was your life with, mm-hmm. with Joshua <laughs> and your uh, Joshua and Luke Skywalker. Right. right so right. this, this was it, this was your life. And is, so it really is a tale of how you went through that process mm-hmm with having 
both a child and a cat who had diabetes and they could relate there was such relatability mm, between in in the story and that's what i really loved about it because then a child who might be diagnosed with diabetes could say oh my gosh my you know a cat had it too and mm-hmm. look at Look at what happened to the cat. And so it may not uh, separate them as much and, and really get to the place that we talked about earlier of being able to accept because there's so much that goes into being diagnosed with any disease. Obviously, there, it's, a, it's a grief process, just like grieving the loss of a loved one. There's denial, anger, bargaining, depression, mm-hmm. and then finally mm-hmm. acceptance. Mm-hmm. And, and so... Um, this book, what I found in, in reading it is that um, with the parallels with the cat and, you know, the child and the cat going through it together, they can certainly get to the place of accepting at a faster pace, which is why I'm sure one of the intentions that you had in writing it and bringing it. And for I that think sp- also children who have not been diagnosed when they're really little, like um, in the story of my friend Ellen, my neighbor, and friend Ellen and her little boy who was 15 months old, Jimmy, like Joshua would say, Jimmy never knew what it was like to not have diabetes. Well, Joshua was 15, a little different than 15 months old because Jimmy couldn't talk. Joshua obviously could talk, but he knew what life was like without diabetes. So many times, diabetes is really a silent disease. People do not tell people they have diabetes because they don't want to be different. They want to be able to eat everything anybody else can eat. They don't want to have to be checking their blood before they eat or they exercise. It's very interesting when you see that. And with any disease, many times there's a sense of depression and upset. And Joshua always wanted to learn to fly a plane, as I said in one of my stories, that I would never tell Joshua he couldn't fly. And instead of flying a plane, he became a skydiver, and he became a jump master. And so, it, you know, it's interesting how you can turn those obstacles into opportunities and help people through that depression and knowing that you have a perfect pal, and yes, you are a little bit different, but everybody's a little bit different. So how can you make that work and take really good care of yourself? Because it is a life-threatening disease, and it does cause terrible complications in people's bodies, and people's lives are shortened because of diabetes. So we're trying to educate people and encourage them and raise money to do that. And I know, Sheila, too, you also do programs to help support hospitals and, uh, and um, different organizations, again, to bring awareness of diabetes, especially knowing, and when you and I sat and met together last week to talk about our interview, um, I was not aware that every 30 seconds someone is diagnosed yes. with this disease. And so yes. that was really eye-opening to me. I certainly knew the, um, the, the, the huge implications of it, but but when you consider the fact that every 30 seconds someone's diagnosed with diabetes, that's huge. You know, that is really, that's, that's, it's a life-changing sentence and when somebody gets that. it's a life-threatening disease that people do not realize how life-threatening it is. They just think you don't eat sugar. Well, sometimes you need the sugar. You have to have the sugar to keep yourself alive because if your blood sugar goes too low, you can actually become brain dead. Right. People don't and, realize that. So it's, it, you lose brain cells when you have reactions. So it's a very complicated disease. I mean, there's no disease that's good. The thing about diabetes is you never get a break. It's a 24-hour, seven days a week, 365 days a year. There's never a remission. You never get a break from it. It's something you have to be doing all the time. And it's and about balance, right? You know, it's you about just balance, have to balance. And it's really about learning how to take really good care of yourself. And that's what's really, really important, that people, you really have to know your body and really be aware and be able to really be disciplined about taking really good care of yourself. Right. And how would you say, because Joshua's had this for 29 years, and how would you say um, any tools or tips for any of our listeners out there that, uh, either are you know going through it themselves, or that um, have children that have been diagnosed. Any uh, from your perspective, Sheila? Any good tips that you can offer to us before we close the interview today? Well, I would say find a perfect pal, find a support group, um, find 
other people who are going through what you're going through because they have great tips to tell you, like the little squeeze tubes that you decorate cakes with. Josh used to stick in his ski boot because we lived in the mountains of California, so when he would go skiing for ski PE, he would just have this little squeeze tube that he could just squeeze in his mouth if he needed sugar because he was exercising at such a high rate that he was losing the sugar and he needed that to fuel his body. Well, I wouldn't have known that. I learned that from his diabetes clinic. Find that support group. And the other thing is one of um, the encouraging kids said, the man who's 88, um, Dick Seidel said, get a pump because the pump will help you regulate your diabetes and keep you more on an even level. And that's better because the high spikes or the lows will not do the damage on your body and get as much education as possible and, you know, make sure that you're just watchful and mindful about what you're doing. And we all, as I always say on my birthday candles, and every time I say a prayer, I always say there'll be a cure. But until then, have the right education and people to encourage and support you. And everybody needs that, no matter what challenge they're going through, no matter what their brain color is. And and in one of the chapters, um, Making Healthy Decisions in um, What Color Is Your Brain, I have a a little vignette about parents, and you have the yellow father who's very upset that his daughter isn't keeping her logbook because she's orange and doesn't want to follow the rules. Or you have the green um, husband who gets really annoyed when his blue wife asks him about his blood sugars, and he says, do you think I'm stupid? I can take care of myself. So use your brain colors no matter what situation you're in, especially a situation about health or the holidays where there's stress. Remember who you're speaking with and their brain color because sometimes we add more stress when we are not aware and appreciative of the other person's brain color. And so that really helps reduce the stress. And that's, that's what I'm working on right now. Fia, as you know, my new What Color Is Your Brain When Caring for Patients is my new book for healthcare professionals. And, and our healthcare professionals are very stressed. So we're going to use this in healthcare because I do a lot of programs in healthcare to help our healthcare professionals deal with the challenges they have today, which makes them better at taking care of the patients and understanding the patients. And we as patients can understand when we're in a healthcare situation how to behave as well to get the best care we can. So as we know, what color is your brain? Just I, I describe it as a tridge, which is a three-sided bridge in Midland, Michigan, or I used to teach creativity at Northwood University, and this is actually is a three-sided bridge. Well, you could think of what color is your brain as a three-sided bridge. One is your home. One's, one side of the bridge is your home. One is your workplace, and one can be your community. Your workplace can also be your school if you're a, a student. So you have three sides to what color is your brain. It all works together your home, your community, and your workplace. And I want to encourage our listeners to continue to look into this. Um, go to Sheila's website at SheilaGlazoff.com and uh, please make sure that you uh, follow up and, and look at some of these things because it does really help you to get to that kingdom of kindness and acceptance. And that's really what is going to make this world a much better place. We are out of time. Thank you so much, Sheila, for sharing your wisdom with us today. I really appreciate it. And I want to also, to our troops that are actively serving and have served in the past, uh, particularly during the holidays, and they are separated from their loved ones during the holidays, a heartfelt thank you to all of our troops for supporting us in our freedom. And to the listening audience, the loyal listeners, thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing. And I wish you all a wonderful, inspired week. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. Thank you again for joining us this week on Direct Connect Empowerment. Fima Zanke will be back with another guest next Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We'll see you then.